Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of... Whatever In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. Okay, people, so for starters, we finally have a date, a release date for the remaining episodes of the Seven Deadly Sins anime over on Netflix. Big, big stuff to talk about. MAPPA has revealed one of their upcoming next anime. In case you don't know about Studio MAPPA, they're the people that did Jujutsu Kaisen, the final season of Attack on Titan, and they're currently working on Chainsaw Man, so pretty notable stuff. They're also the people that have been accused of some very wild stuff regarding animators so there's that too we got another update on the hunters guild red hood and things is looking horrendous we are down horrendous but we'll talk about it we finally got the final attack on titan character popularity poll that was done um yeah we're gonna take a look at the results we got an update for the my hero academia manga as well as an update um for the one piece manga as well one piece volume 100 a little bit of the success we're gonna be taking a look at that whole bunch of updates again for berserk with the final chapter that was released alongside a bunch of info and yeah just taking a look again at berserk and the state of it and the future of it jojo's bizarre adventure part six stone ocean massive update it looks like netflix is about to change the game in a major way yeah we're gonna talk about it because um who who would have thought jolene cujo is going to be the one to change everything but yeah we're gonna talk about it alongside which is kind of related as well um the anime blue period and its release on netflix we're gonna talk about that too we got an update for the way of the house husband too. confirmation on a certain jump title um ending yeah it is confirmed now we got the top 10 selling manga series of the week alongside the sales for the latest jump volumes that were released we got an update on the newest series coming to weekly shonen jump magazine and i don't know how i feel about it doesn't sound amazing by any means but you never know and we'll talk update for ayakashi triangles popularity poll we got an update coming for jump festa 2022 we've got the weekly shonen magazine author comments can't wait to take a look at those pretty small but i thought interesting update for the four nights of the apocalypse manga an update on soul leaders manga sales success and an interesting update or kind of messed up update regarding people getting arrested over counterfeit demon slayer merch and yeah people those are the stories we have for today's episode without further ado let's jump into another exciting episode of Whatever the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related and we don't bore you we get into it let's do it no matter how you
Okay, people, so for starters, first on the docket, let's get through some Seven Deadly Sins news because we finally got an update on when the remaining episodes are coming out. In fact, I'm going to say this article dropped like very shortly after I released my last episode of Forever News, which I was like, damn it, uh, we, we missed out. But um, here's the info. Netflix confirms the Seven Deadly Sins Season 5 Part 2 launch this September. With only 12 episodes in the fifth season, Seven Deadly Sins came to a surprisingly quick end. So here's season 5 part 2. The 7 Deadly Sins will be shown on Netflix and there will be an announcement about the film on Netflix shortly. We're also looking forward to see if there is a season 6 of the 7 Deadly Sins on the way. Uh, Dragon's Judgment is the ability named after the 5th season. Who the fuck wrote this article? Dragon's Judgment is the name of the season. 7 Deadly Sins on Netflix. In Japan, all 24 episodes of the last season were already released uh, by the end of June 2021. These 24 episodes made up season 5. And it says, when will the last episodes of the 7 Deadly Sins come to Netflix with our vision of the release date the fifth season of the seven deadly sins we wanted the final episodes to come in September or October we're excited to announce that season five part two or labeled as more episodes in the Netflix app has gotten our money's credit released on Netflix worldwide on September 23rd and I'm not gonna read any more of that article because the grammar and misspellings is I don't know giving me a fucking brain aneurysm so yeah September 23rd, all of the Seven Deadly Sins anime will finally be out and available over on Netflix. Thank goodness I am ready to watch this bad boy, finish it off, and move on. Because then we got, I want to say, they we just talked about the film that's coming as well. I'm ready. I'm ready. And <laughs> Studio Dean, I, I can't wait to see what you guys did this time. Because I took a little peek, like I've said before. And it didn't look great. Especially for the beginning of the latest season. But uh, we'll see. Either way, I'm just excited to experience experience the story like above all else I'm, I'm ready to experience the story and see okay what well, how does this all end i never finished the manga so it's like okay this is all going to be fresh to me so in that aspect i'll probably enjoy it a little bit more than the average person that already read the manga going into this season but we gotta wait and see either way september 23rd 2021 seven deadly sins will finally be able to watch it all i'm gonna marathon straight through and i'll probably have one final seven deadly sins video for the entirety of the story following that or maybe after the movie i don't know either way sometime around there you'll be getting a finale thoughts video on the seven deadly sins moving forward mappa studio mappa the people that brought you jujutsu kaisen the people that brought you the final season of attack on titan working on chainsaw man now and apparently they're working on this dancing anime and i'm kind of like huh i'm never putting it past that this could be a great story because any you could take any subject and an anime and manga can make just the most enjoyable thing out of it if you got the right people behind it but let's read it says mappa animates dance 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 tv anime the official website for the tv anime adaptation of george asakura's dance 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 today manga revealed the main staff and the first visual for the anime on wednesday and it's like some dude in the middle of like a school hallway dancing like a ballerina which that doesn't seem in my bag by any means to be honest with you the anime will premiere in 2022 and the project marks the first time a manga by asakura is getting an anime the manga centers on Junpei Murao, who was fascinated with ballet as a child, but in his second year of middle school, his father passed away and he decided he needed to become more masculine and he gave up on his aspirations. While still having an attachment to ballet, he takes up the martial art of Jeet Kune Do and becomes popular in his class. Then one day, a new transfer student named Miyako Godai arrives in Junpei's class and her mother runs a ballet studio. Miyako realizes that Junpei is interested in ballet and invites him to do ballet together. 
another. And I don't see me watching this one. I'll just be honest with you. Like some dude that's like, oh, I got to be more masculine. So I'm going to later on in my years do ballet, which I get it. Like he thought it was, you know, girly. So he didn't want to do it. Later on down the road, somebody shows up and brings it back into his life. Just doesn't seem my bag. Just be honest with you. I, do, I don't really care to see a dude doing ballet. It could be great. If it is great and I hear some good things, maybe I'll check it out. I'm not against it, but I'm not that interested. But. I'll be open-minded at the very least. Also, we got Studio Mappa, and we know how they do their animators, so I definitely... <laughs> okay, next up, very, very unfortunate news. Continuing reporting on what's been happening with the latest serialization, or one of the latest serializations to Shonen Jump Magazine, the Hunter's Guild Red Hood. According to the latest Shonen Jump rankings, it came in dead last even behind a series that has been rumored and potentially confirmed we'll talk about it later on in this video to be canceled red hood is even below that it came in dead last and i ain't gonna lie they probably gonna cancel it unless because i want to say the volume is coming out or it's about to come out or it came out something along the lines that is right around the corner unless those sales are busting i don't see red hood surviving because like even though we had last week i want to say it was boichi from dr stone came out and said some positive things and over here here on the west side of things we love this shit it doesn't look like it's going to survive and this is such a shame i feel like i'm back in the days of like when uh barrage sensei no bolge the manga before my hero academia from horikoshi came out and i was like yeah come on man it's so great and it got canceled and then hungry joker one day y'all should let me know if y'all want to see this one day i gotta talk about series that got canceled and had so much potential and like do a big video going through the list of all of the great stuff that shonen jumped through to the wayside because it's looking that way like there's a big possibility it could survive if the sales are good unfortunately we have no control and that's another shitty thing about this of being a manga fan in the west is that we really don't have no control to be able to move this thing like it, it'd be different if like the volume was simultaneously releasing over here and we could support the volume over here so that way we could have it continued because at the very least they'll look and be like oh well the west likes it but because over there if it doesn't do well that's it it doesn't matter if we like it, it doesn't matter if we're reading it on the apps over here their main concern always is well is japan rocking with it because that's where they want to blow up first their mind is always hey if it blows up here it'll blow up anywhere and unfortunately it looks like it's doing really bad to the point of uh coming in dead last now there's some hopeful people saying that maybe within the next few chapters because the popularity kind of got back up a little bit after a certain chapter that it might rise but as it stands right now that is not good at all to come in dead last especially your new serialization we're only what 10 chapters in at this point and this is like ranking chapter three or some shit like that so we gotta wait and see but hunters go red hood probably getting canceled and if so i'm gonna be very very disappointed very very upset but it's looking horrendous bad okay people next up we have some breaking news this is huge a lot of people including myself have been waiting to see what was going to happen if this was going to happen apparently the fairy tale sequel series the true sequel because it doesn't even feel like any type of spinoff it just straight up feels like the series continued fairy tale 100 years quest uh just got announced in anime Let's read. Courtesy of Anime News Network, the article says, Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest sequel gets TV anime. The live-streamed Hiromashima fan meeting ended on Saturday with an announcement that Hiromashima and Atsuo Ueda's Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest sequel manga is inspiring a TV anime. Kodansha Comics publishes the manga in English and describes the story as, Yeah, Natsu, Lucy, Happy, Erza, and the whole Fairy Tale Guild are back in action. In case you don't know about Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest, 
Yeah, I remember. It's been a long time, to be honest with you. That and Eden Zero, I was reading at the exact same time, and I kind of stopped reading both at the same time. Again, not because of anything bad, because I'll be honest with you, when I was reading Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest, I was like, oh my god, Hiromashima, why are you actually writing so much better with this uh, sequel series than you did the original? Because it didn't have the same problems. Like, I legitimately had a blast with what I read of Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest, and yeah, it's kind of crazy that Hiromashima has another one. Like, we're in the midst of Eden Zero's anime right now that came to Netflix and you know it's being done by JC staff uh, there's no of course studio announcement yet regarding Fairytale Andrea's quest but the fact that that is getting an anime too we need a Hiro Mashima is one of the hardest working mangaka out there, period. One of the greatest um, when, it, when it comes to productivity. Like, when it comes to productivity, this man's doing video games, multiple manga. Like, no, this man is a hard worker, very dedicated to the craft. And you can say what you want about the quality of original fairy tale and all that jazz. But Eden Zero and 100 Years Quest, from what I read, both of them were banging. And it's crazy now, fairy tale 100 Years Quest getting an anime. I wonder if it's going to be by the same people that did the fairy tale anime the original like how's that going to work so that's going to be interesting to note if it's going to get a different studio because it's not technically fairy tale it's 100 years quest even though if you read it you realize that holy shit it's it's fairy tale <laughs> it's literally fairy tale and from the very end when Natsu was talking about yeah now we're going on the 100 years quest yeah that that's pretty much what it is and um it's just it's better it's fairy tale but better so there's that but fairy tale 100 years quest anime confirmed if you like fairy tale you're going to probably love 100 years quest because it's kind of better and it's getting an anime next up we got a story regarding somebody that was friends a mangaka at that that was friends with the creator of berserk and apparently he wrote a one-shot manga about his friendship with kentaro miura let's read koji mori draws one-shot manga about lifelong friendship with kentaro miura this year's 18th issue of hakusensha's young animal magazine published a special one-shot manga by koji mori titled mori chan kenchan which tells the story of Mori's friendship with recently deceased manga creator Kentaro Miura. In the magazine, Mori noted that he thinks he will someday be able to draw a longer form of the manga. Mori also drew an image of Guts and Miura that is being exhibited at the Dive Berserk 10 exhibition in Tokyo from September 10 to 23rd. He posted part of that image on Twitter on Thursday, which it looks really, really good. To be honest with you, it straight up looks like Guts. And uh, Mori is a lifelong friend of Miura's. The two met in high school with their families acquainted with each other. Mira often consulted Mori in planning the story of his manga Berserk. Wow, that, that's a sad one. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't even know if I'd be able to read that one because Mira's stuff... Um, it, it, it really is impactful. It really impacted me and I know a lot of you guys very heavily. So I don't know if I'd be able to read at the very least right now. Like I'm not sure if I'd be able to read something like that without getting a little too emotional about it. Um, but maybe down the road, this would be something that I'd be interested in checking out just to see like, well, what was the man behind one of the most darkest and amazing, compelling stories ever? What was he like outside of that? What was he like with his friends and stuff like that? So I would definitely read it at some point point down the road but definitely not anytime soon that 
it's too soon for me to even think of something like that. But uh, shout out to this dude. Probably this was his way of coping with losing his lifelong friend. Okay, next up, we got somebody over at Shonen Jump Plus looking to recruit assistance for a title. It says Fujita, an editor at Shonen Jump Plus's app, is looking for assistance for a new series by Tizon 5. According to the assistant recruitment, Tizon 5's new series would be a short-term serialization scheduled to be published between September 21 and March 2022. The manga previously published Hero Complex and Kiss Shitai Otoko at Shonen Jump Plus's app. And then somebody else over at Shonen Jump Plus, which I want to say this is the editor that does Don the Don and Chainsaw Man. It says Shihei Lin is recruiting assistants for Tatsuyuki Nobu's Don the Don series published in the Shonen Jump Plus app. Um, yeah, they're always looking for assistance over there. It's getting harder and harder. Like, as the manga and anime industry continue to expand, it's getting harder for them to be able to find work, find assistance, find mangaka, find animators, all sorts of stuff. So, the fact that they're constantly looking in the public eye, it speaks volumes about how many people are actually willing to enter such a rigorous industry and such an underpaid industry at that. Next up, we got a small update for a Demon Slayer. It says, Kimetsu no Yaiba's Koyoharu Gotoge's Exhibition PV. The event will be held from October 26th to December 12, 2021 in Tokyo and from July 14th to September 4th, 2022 in Osaka. And it looks like it's going to be like a collage of images and showcasing like just the greatness that was done in Demon's there. So that's going to be something to look forward to. We got a little update for World End Harem, which I want to say that recently was announced for an anime. It says World's End Harem Fantasia by Link and Savan has reached 1 million copies in circulation. That shit is blowing up and that's probably also why I got announced an anime recently. Like, yeah, it's doing very well which i want to say isn't this like a really fan service type of series but yeah one million copies crazy this story caught my interest so according to this basically we just got the most followed on twitter mangaka out there because it says my hero academia's kohe horikoshi has the most followers among japanese mangaka and taking a look at the list i can't read all of them i just know who the top three are of course number one my hero academia's horikoshi with 1.8 million almost 1.9 million followers and he only has less than a thousand tweets then number two is fairy tale slash eden zero creator hiro mashima uh he has 1.7 million and he has almost 7500 tweets but then again koya horikoshi came in at a time where the digital age was blowing up hiro mashima been around for a long time so it's kind of crazy there's like a, a given a, a take for that because hey that means hiro mashima had a longer time to be able to acquire followers but Koya Orokoshi came in a fresh algorithm where like his you know account could explode. Either way, they both put out a lot of really cool and exclusive stuff. I've been following Hiro Mashima for a while on Twitter. He's always putting up some dope things. Likewise for Koya Orokoshi. And then number three, I know who that is as well. So Tonami, that is actually uh, Sui Ishida, the creator of Tokyo Ghoul and now Chojin X with 1.3 million. And I'll tell you the secret how all of the three of them are at the top. Because they actually really interact with fans. They actually are constantly giving exclusive content over on their Twitter accounts of, you know, art, fan art, like of different cool things. Hiro Mashima, for years, he's done really awesome stuff of like, hey, you want to see what a Natsu and Happy as old men would look like? Here you go. So that's the secret as to how these three um, ha have been able to blow up, like being more interactive with the fans over on Twitter. Again, I'm not sure who the rest of these people are. Obviously, Hiro Oda staff, which is crazy. It's not even Oda himself, but his staff is at number eight on the list. Like, shout out to Otakoshi. Like, that's crazy. Number one most followed mangaka out there. Okay, people, next up, we got the final 
Attack on Titan character popularity poll, which I want to say this was done towards the end of the manga serialization. So these are results from towards the end of when the manga was still actually going on. But uh, we got the top 10 and coming in at number 10 is Annie, which uh, it's kind of crazy because Annie was out of the story for so freaking long. And I mean, I guess technically in the manga, not in really the anime, but in the manga towards the last year or so, Annie was involved. But it's kind of crazy to see Annie on this top 10. Coming in at number 9, Bertolt. I, I would replace Bertolt and Annie. I mean, Bertolt, how long ago was he off in the series? That That's kind of crazy. Uh, number 8, Reiner. Reiner would be top 3 for me. What is going on with these results? So, like, I'm already, we're only 3 in and I'm already disagreeing with them. Reiner was humongous in the story the anime even more pushed him and made him really interesting and likable and in general like you you flip your opinion like out of those bottom three right there reiner bertolt and annie the the traitors of the walls and shit like that i would definitely say that reiner was the best of those three characters and reiner i mean amongst those three yeah he's placed right he should be on top of them but he should be way higher he was really awesome like that was a really dope character in attack on titan and plus he had a lot of plot almost so there's that, but hey, uh, Reiner number eight. Number seven, Armin. That's a shocker. I Again, I thought he would be definitely top three. Like, you know, he's one of the main characters, but uh, number seven, Armin. Number six, John, which I want to say the, they got the votes next to it, so it's 389 votes. Is that all? 389? Wow, th this is off of a little bit of votes, but then again, Besatsu Magazine isn't the popular magazine. This is basically anybody that bought it, and I want to say they were like sold out immediately when these magazines was coming out if this was no i don't think this was the final issue this was before the final issue so yeah um looking at the votes by the way number 10 109 votes number 9 162 yeah the, the very small amount of people swayed these votes uh numbers or or these placements number six john with 389 votes eh, I, I was never a big john fan i'll just be honest with you. i was never a big john fan he's a cool character but nobody that i wouldn't even probably have had him in my top 12 maybe be in my top 10 probably like at number 10 or something like that number five holy cow what what number five only five mikasa with 406 votes mikasa number five this is embarrassing and, and no. no 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 how you got mikasa only number five that should be top three as well what then again it's only a few hundred people that voted like wow give me that magazine i would have freaking voted okay number four Aaron, the main character Aaron, only number four i mean that happens you know what i'm saying there's some people that they just don't care about the main character but especially towards the end well depending on when this was taken it might actually have been and at a point where people already were not digging Aaron again so we gotta wait and see but um number four Aaron, number three hanji wow so top three hanji with she got 125 more votes than Aaron and that's kind of shocking. I don't know. The, you know, the Japanese readers over there, they got their taste, I guess. Number two, Erwin, which that would kind of make sense because he did have a very heroic moment. And he only got a few more than Hanji, to be honest with you. And then number one, with like two, three times the amount of votes, Levi with 3,130 votes coming in at number one. That's crazy. I mean, that's to be expected. Levi all across the globe. I think in almost every Attack on Titan fandom in every country, every place you could call it, Levi would be top three characters. And I'm not shocked at all to see him number one. Like out of all of the characters in this list, the only one that I would say is like, 
that probably sounds the most accurate is Levi. I don't know about this Irwin at number two. That's just, it's weird. Like he had a great moment, but to put him at number two and then Mikasa all the way number five and Reiner all the way at number eight, like very bizarre list, but that's the results of the final Attack on Titan character popularity poll. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what they were doing. Like this poll just feels wrong. Like we, we need to do something over here to show what the results look like because it, it just doesn't feel right i don't know <laughs> but definitely let me know if you agree with some of the placements i guess it's like popularity so it's not like quality characters or things like that but even popularity wise like how the fuck is erwin more popular than mikasa like huh moving forward we got a couple of updates on some breaks incoming because for starters we got my hero academia will be having a sudden break this week in weekly shonen jump issue number 41 the series should resume as scheduled next week in issue number 42 now something to note there we just had a very similar announcement with black clover like black clover it was just like at the last minute oh shit sudden announcement yuki tabata is taking off and a lot of us we went oh shit wait a minute hold up didn't yuki tabata just complain that he wasn't feeling good and all this other stuff in the week before and the author comments and then now a sudden break so initially a lot of us thought like oh shit it must be like you know his health and stuff like that but then with horikoshi now having a sudden break from my hero academia it could be that which i wouldn't be surprised at all considering the rigorous um you know schedule that they have to create manga and stuff like that it could be that also horikoshi is having some health issues it could just be that ever since like this whole pandemic and stuff like that the mangaka have been having several breaks it could just just be that this is the way they are announcing them at the last minute it could be that a lot of manga fell behind there's a wide variety of reasons of why we would have immediately from tabata black clover having a sudden break to my hero having a sudden break could be that they were planned but then they're saying oh no 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 it's a sudden break so um either way it, it, i hope the best and i wish the best for horikoshi as well because that's nothing to play around with these manga they break their backs literally for our entertainment so um best wishes prayers and all of that stuff out to horikoshi um hopefully he's okay and with a scheduled break moving forward to one piece it says one piece will be on break next week and weekly shonen jump issue number 42 and the series will resume as scheduled in issue number 43 so there's a planned break for the next issue of weekly shonen jump so we still have a chapter chapter 1025 will be coming out as scheduled and then the following week there will be no chapter so at the very least oda's break is you know planned out already and they're letting everybody know ahead of time opposed to like horikoshi's that is like hey last minute likewise with tabata which again totally understandable especially if it's to do with the health or catching up or just in general give these people a break absolutely i'm not complaining by any means just saying that oda's is planned and theirs is kind of like sudden which makes me a little bit worried for both of them especially tabata just because like we know he's been complaining about health issues but if kohei horikoshi is having health issues too take all the time you need i always say it and while we're on the topic of one piece y'all know it's been a major celebration that one piece has reached 100 volumes and it says here that one piece volume 100 has sold 1.173 million copies during its first week on sale the volume has been decided to be immediately reprinted after release also one piece magazine volume 12 has sold 42,000 copies during its first week on sale so even the the little one piece spinoff magazine is doing very well but 1.1 million 
major congrats to one piece is one piece at what it was at its heyday of course not man it's been going forever but that's still to be a hundred volumes and i wonder if that's a record i wonder if there's any manga that at a hundred volumes was selling a million first week i don't think so i think that this is still like never been done before this is something that uncharted territory which is rightfully so and very fitting for one piece to be you know finding new territory so to speak as it explores the levels of success you could reach and just major congrats to Oda man like I've been re-watching you know or watching the Wano stuff for the first time obviously I read it already but um man Wano is amazing honestly Wano is fucking incredible especially you know experiencing and in the anime like oh Oda true genius out here and well deserved a million first week volume 100 major major congrats love to see it okay people next up we got a bunch more updates on berserk y'all already know uh recently there was a bunch of announcements coming out because the latest issue of the magazine that berserk is printed in i believe it's young animal if i'm not mistaken um it, it had a bunch of berserk stuff in there and of course with the untimely passing of kentaro miura a lot of people were wondering what's going on well for starters it says here Berserk by Kentaro Miura on the cover of the upcoming Young Animal issue 18 out of 2021. The series has 50 million copies, including digital, which I didn't realize that Berserk sold in digital, uh, in circulation worldwide. And the 41st volume will be out on December 24th, as we spoke in the last episode of Forever News. And of course, this image looks really, really dope. Alongside that, there's a preview of Oro by Berserk creator Kentaro Miura and Buronsen, which will be serialized again. So they're re-serialized an older series of Miura starting in Young Animal Zero issue number 10 out of 1 what out September 13 2021 to give new readers a chance to experience it which more than likely means that they're probably still trying to explore what they're going to do with the future of Berserk but yeah this looks like definitely like Kentaro Miura's older work like it doesn't look as refined as what Berserk ultimately became and it kind of even reminds me a little bit like the samurai-esque stuff of Kingdom I don't know why I just get like a Kingdom meets Berserk vibe in this image but so we have that then we have an article here from anime news network that says young animal magazine no information to share on berserk manga's future this year's 18th issue of hakusensha's young animal magazine published a statement from the magazine's editorial staff in both japanese and english on friday stating that there is no information to share about the future of kentaro miura's manga at this time the statement added that the staff's priority will always be placed on him what he would think if he were still here with us the magazine published the 364th chapter of the manga as well with the statement noting that the chapter is miura's last work with members of miura studio gaga working to finish the manuscript of the chapter the cover of the issue features an ink sketch by miura and his memorial issue to miura the issue also contains a special message to kentaro miura booklet and a poster of famous scenes from the manga the editor editorial staff a young animal added in the statement that they had read all the letters from japan and overseas and are grateful to the fans and while we're at it let's read the letter for all fans of kentaro miura we would like to take this opportunity to thank all the berserk readers for your continued support the berserk chapter 364 published in this volume is the last work of the late kentaro miura we were able to carry on the manuscript he left behind and published this time thanks to the dedicated support of studio gaga members who worked on berserk together with kentaro miura over the years 
Also, we are delighted to announce the latest release of the comic book this December. They're talking about the 41st volume. We thank all readers for waiting such a long time, especially in the circumstance where information was unclear and ambiguous. This volume also serves as a special memorial to Kentaro Miura as his last manuscript. We decided to use this ink sketch for the cover, especially this time, hoping to convey to all readers all his passion, which is so strong and fully perceivable even from the ink sketches. We hope that you will feel the devotion that he put into his work and creating this volume we have grown deeply aware of how big and powerful berserk was to us just like the guts mighty iron sword we are deeply sorry to inform that there is no information to share about the future of berserk series at this time one thing we can promise you is that as young animal the publisher that has worked with kentaro mirror on berserk our first priority will always be placed on him what he would think if he were still with us last but not least we have a message for all fans from japan and overseas we have read all the letters that have been sent in with great appreciation. We would like to express our gratitude to you once again for your continued love and support. Sincerely, Young Animal Editing Department. Woo, that kind of got me emotional. Like, holy shit, it, it really hit me, you know, and it was a few days ago where I was still processing it. And I feel like right now, I'm not gonna lie, holy shit, I'm getting a little emotional. But it's kind of even now hitting me like, yo, Kentaro Mira is really gone. Like the, the series that for the last like decade or so that I've um, damn near worshipped. I've, I've said it's like, you know, one of the greatest works of all time. One of the greatest pieces of fiction. Um, it's, it's seemingly really over at the very least in the form that we knew of it. You know, the man himself, he's gone now. Kentaro Miura. And uh, I don't know. It cuts really freaking deep even reading that letter right now like kind of dealing with the finality of it that yeah berserk is over and um kentaro mira is gone again rp kentaro mira rest in peace um that letter just i don't know that that hit deep um uh, i'm gonna take a moment even though i'll cut all this out but i'm gonna take a moment because yeah okay people next up major major announcements this feels like it's going to change at the very least somewhat of the landscape of anime release in the west and the the way it's done especially with netflix y'all know that we've been dealing with the netflix jail for a bit now between eden's zero the new shaman king 2021 adaptation all this stuff has just been like god damn netflix we want our anime we want it now you know what i'm saying well according to this and we got a couple of different um, sources for this one for starters the unofficial shonen jump uh twitter said Netflix lists JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean for a monthly release and the anime will be released worldwide on Netflix on December of 2021. Now immediately that caught me like wait a minute hold up Netflix listing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean for a monthly release like what the fuck is this a, a monthly manga like this is an anime what the hell do you mean well let's look at the article that Anime News Network posted and we'll get a little bit more context because here it says Netflix lists JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean anime as streaming monthly netflix's media center lists the anime series of hirohiko araki's jojo's bizarre adventure stone ocean manga as streaming quote-unquote monthly in japan as well as in other countries netflix will debut the anime exclusively worldwide in december and it will then air on tv in japan in january on tokyo mx mbs and bs 11 david production is returning to produce the series kenichi suzuki is returning from parts one through three as the chief director and toshiyu 
Yuki Kato, Joseph Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable series director. Thus spoke Kishibe Rohan is the director. Yasuko Kabayashi is returning from the previous anime to handle the series composition. And Masanori Shino, who did Black Lagoon, Gungrave, No Guns Life, which all three are really dope series, is the character designer. Um, and for the most part, we know all of this already. And the manga is a sixth part of Araki's Jojo's Bizarre Adventure manga, and it continues the story from the previous entries. So, what does this mean? If it is debuting worldwide, it, well, no, first of all, it's a monthly release that's going to debut worldwide in December and then air on Japanese TV in January. For starters, it means that Netflix dropped the bag bag they walked in there and said yo we ain't leaving this room until we come with an agreement and they had like duffel bags upon duffel bags and they just threw it there and they were like what do, what do you want to do they were production let us know what y'all want to do fam because that's what it looks like straight up like if they're getting the exclusive rights to a huge title like jojo's to be able to put it on netflix first and then you go to tv in january I'm wondering how this is going to work. So if it's going to be a monthly release, are we going to get like four episodes at a time? Like four episode drops every month, which, oh my God, Netflix, y'all never going to let me cancel the subscription. Like with y'all doing this, y'all know what y'all doing. But is it going to be that? It can't be one episode a month. If it is, that's going to be a little bit disappointing. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I'm still going to watch it every month, but that's going to kind of suck for real like one episode a month and we'll be caught up or the tv anime version if they're doing it weekly is going to surpass us very very quickly obviously you know one episode a month i'm hoping that if they're doing it monthly that maybe because whatever deal they set up maybe we're gonna get like four episodes at a time which kind of i don't know how i feel about that like four episodes at a time on one hand it's like holy shit four episodes at a time let's go but then on the other hand four episodes gotta wait for four more maybe i'll just you know wait around and let them build up and then watch it all at one go i don't know because i mean i really love jojo's bizarre adventure and part of me is like oh i don't want to wait but i don't know and this is just really bizarre haha <laughs> pun intended no uh <laughs> it's really bizarre that they're doing this because netflix doesn't do monthly anime episode releases like this like this is uncharted territory for netflix so i have no idea what the hell they're gonna do in terms of how they're releasing this monthly but it's releasing monthly it's coming out before it airs on tv over there so if you think you're about to beat netflix to the punch like haha i'm just gonna stream it on kiss anime or whatever the heck the kids are using nowadays like yeah that's not gonna happen it's coming out netflix first but you know um yeah this is crazy like joseph bizarre adventure is coming to say no more netflix jail we are reinventing the wheel right now with netflix I insane and then on the heels of that we got another netflix announcement regarding an anime which is a pretty big one it says netflix streams the blue period anime outside of japan on october 9th the official website for the tv anime of subasa yamaguchi's the blue period manga revealed the anime's theme song artist and october 1st premiere date on thursday ominotake will perform the anime's opening theme song ever blue while while Mold 74 will perform the ending theme song Replica, the anime will have an advanced debut on Netflix in Japan on September 25th before premiering on MBS TV. Yeah, oh my god, uh, Netflix is really dropping the bag. And 26 affiliates on October 1st in the Super Animism programming block. In addition, Netflix's official YouTube channel for anime news and videos revealed on Wednesday that the anime will begin streaming outside of Japan on October 9th with week weekly new episode so while jojo's is doing this monthly drop blue period is going to be dropping every week i'm 
now I'm starting to get convinced, and now I'm getting an idea of what's really going on over there. More than likely, this is Netflix's answer to Sony buying up Funimation and Crunchyroll and everything else and Aniplex and all this shit. This is probably their answer. Like, oh, you want to play hardball? Well, we got exclusive rights to JoJo. Like, before it even hits TV. And we're going to be doing a monthly drop of it. And we're going to be doing a weekly drop of this new series, Blue Period, that a lot of people are telling me is actually pretty good. Yo, the streaming wars, let them begin. <laughs> let the streaming wars begin because that's what I get from this Blue Period announcement. That's what I got from that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure announcement. Netflix, they came with the bag. They're like, no, we're not letting this happen, Sony. We're not. And, I mean, we win either way because now th- this is breaking certain things. Because for starters, we would have continued probably in the Netflix jail if it wasn't for this. So um, this is changing things. Which so long as neither one of these competitors like take a major L and fold, which Sony been around forever, they're not going to fold. And Netflix, they have way too much money and way too much influence and shit like that to fold. I think for now, in terms of consumers, we're in a good space where there's some healthy competition going on. I don't know about healthy because there's a lot of money being slung around there. But there's some good competition going on. That is going to benefit us because, again, for starters, it is right now breaking down something that has been really annoying with Netflix. Like, I want my anime now. If it's out there in the world, I want to be able to see it not six months from now because of your deals. So, can't wait to see JoJo's Blue Period, how this all plays out. But, yeah, Netflix they ain't playing okay people next up just a small update uh, i talked about this one a few months back when they had season one well according to this it says the way of the house husband part two is scheduled for october 7th on netflix yet again netflix holy shit now with this one in particular i know that people didn't really there was like some issues that people have with season one because essentially there was very little movement with the animation even though it was an anime it was a lot of like just pretty still images and i feel like if they were to just be upfront about it and not label it an anime per se, because anime you just immediately think of animation, fluidity, and all that stuff. But from what I even took a look at it, it's just like some really awesome art, and then like it goes to another scene and another scene, and nothing really moves around, which is probably why they can already bring us part two because it's probably a lot easier and a lot more cost efficient. And I feel like you could enjoy this as long as they let you know upfront, hey, this isn't traditional, you know, anime anime per se this is something because this is something new like if it's not really moving around and shit like that you, you can't really call it like oh it's a poor production which i guess maybe you could say hey they they don't have enough budget but this feels like something else entirely almost like a kind of anime-esque visual novel without the you know ability to control your destiny type of thing like something along those lines which i'm fine with that like that's actually something that i can enjoy as long as you're upfront with me with telling me what am i watching if you're telling me i'm watching anime and i'm just watching still images and slideshows i'm gonna be disappointed if you tell me that i'm watching something that is kind of like anime but is more so just really detailed beautiful drawings and stuff like that then i can appreciate like okay i see that this is something a little bit different and this could be a new avenue in general like this could be a little break away from anime but at the same time do i really want this to take off because then a lot of people are going to be like well instead of having a really dope anime adaptation why don't we do this still image shit and that won't work for everything but yeah way of house husband 2 um october 7th on netflix also big update we got confirmation people we talked about in the last episode of forever news that it was rumored and i said 99.9 percent it was going to happen because the unofficial weekly shonen jump they rarely ever miss on anything according to this they updated it and they said candy flurry by takeguchi ipon and mitarashi santa has ended in weekly shonen jump issue number 41 with chapter 19 and the final editor note said thank you for enjoying this series please look forward to
to Takeguchi Sensei and Mitarashi Sensei's next work wow <laughs> yo that that that's crazy they come and they go they come and they go so i, I feel bad for any fans of candy flurry because if hunters guild red hood goes the same way we're gonna be feeling bad too i always feel bad especially when i'm into an anime that's why i really don't like to get into new manga anymore like unless i know okay they're kind of safe they're 40 chapters or 50 chapters deep i'm not hearing anything about it being rushed or anything like that maybe i'll give it a try 100 chapters deep something like that because then it, it feels a little bit more secure but if you're only one chapter and anything it could go anyway even if like hunters guild red hood everybody was loving chapter one look where we're at right now likewise with candy flurry i heard a lot of people talking about oh shit this is kind of dope or whatever and look where we're at right now i hope this doesn't though for people that actually do enjoy uh, reading new manga from the very beginning i hope this doesn't discourage people because i've seen this happen before as well let me give you a little bit of insight i've seen in the manga community of people like whenever there's a, a series that like they like a lot of people talk about it and then when it gets canceled very early these people don't even want to do that anymore and for me i understand why you don't want to do it because i don't want to read a, a new manga from the beginning anymore because of things like this however if there's people that actually really do enjoy reading manga from the beginning and shit like that don't let this discourage you not everything is going to get canceled and when you finally find one that's going to last a long time you're going to be really appreciative and be like yo i was there from the beginning so don't let this discourage you from reading shonen jump titles from the beginning if you really enjoy doing that for me personally even though i really enjoy doing that i've also been burned too many times so i'm bitter don't let my bitterness affect your judgment of whether or not you want to read manga from the beginning but yeah, a shame with Candy Flurry, and I hope both of these authors or these creators, the artists and the author, I hope they find some new work immediately. I hope they're able to come back to the magazine because they made a bit of a splash. People were talking about Candy Flurry. It's just over there in Japan. Yeah, didn't make it. Moving forward, we got the top 10 selling series of the week. This is not manga volumes. This is series. So number 10, Demon Slayer, 60,000 this week. Nine, Blue Lock. 71,000. Number eight, which this is off one volume only because it's a one shot. Look back. It came out in Japan and that did 73,912. Oh man, that was such a great one shot and a lengthy one, enough to put it in a whole volume. Uh, number seven, Natsume's Book of Friends. I have no idea what the heck that is. Uh, number six, Jujutsu Kaisen still with 101,000, baby. Uh, number five, Aoshi or Aoashi. Uh, number four, My Hero Academia, 148,000. Number three, Kaiju number eight, which more than likely means Kaiju number eight dropped another volume. Um, unless this is like some random back sales that just boosted out of nowhere. 369,000 thousand copies this week for the series kaiju number eight which bravo man bravo i'm looking forward to seeing what the volume itself did uh number two tokyo revengers 645,000. but number one baby because of that new volume volume 100 one piece with 1.276 million copies this week a cumulative of all the volumes that it sold massive props to one piece massive props to everything on this list um yeah manga selling mate and while we're on the topic of sales it says here's our first week of oricon for september volumes only one piece and witch watch managed to rank and one piece sold one point like we said already 1.1 uh witch watch only did 17,634 which 
uh, I, I think it's enough to keep it around for a little bit longer, but uh, those aren't great by any means. And then it also showcases, it says, according to Shoseki estimations on this first week, Sakamoto Day sold 15.9 thousand, which again, not great either. Build King, it's out of here anyway, 3.9. High School Family, 3,000. I Tell C hasn't ranked yet. All of them, minus Sakamoto Days, all of these, yeah, they're, they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. I mean, Build King is already canceled and High School Family, I want to say it's still running in the magazine, but that's abysmal. Like, Sakamoto Days and Witch Watch are the only two that are doing okay-ish in comparison. Moving forward, we got some new serializations coming to Weekly Shonen Jump magazine. For starters, it says, A new musical manga series by the title of P-P-P-P-P-P terrible name terrible name by mapolo number three will be starting in weekly shonen jump issue number 42 that is a horrible horrible name for a manga i got a pp like that is a horrible 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 name uh mapolo number three i get it you sound like you're an artsy kind of guy you calling yourself or if you're a group of people you're calling yourself mapolo number three which is a little unique but that manga name that that's no no if that gets you know it makes it the distance or whatever they they're gonna have to rename that shit for something else over here because people what is that P -p 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 what, what what is that and a musical manga at that you're really challenging yourself to see if you can make it and if it does bravo because i don't know how a musical manga named P -p 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 is going to last especially considering it will basically be replacing candy flurry and potentially another series or two um what and here we got a little more information here. It says, here comes a little and short thread about the new serialization we'll be having next week. PPPPP and the manga behind it, Mapolo number three. Mapolo won an honorable mention at the 34th Jump New World Manga Award with their one-shot Hoshi no Iedin ni Doroyaku Shou. This one-shot would be later republished in Shonen Jump Plus app and Jump Giga 2020 Summer along with their other work, Kosaten Chin Dochu. And the character designs look very bizarre. Their latest one shot was Da 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 Don, not not to be confused with Dan Da Dan Da uh, Don Da Don, uh, published in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number two of 2021. This musical work seems to be the basis for the upcoming People People P series, even if both works don't appear to be related at all. And People People P is defined as the story of a boy that grows by challenging the piano's heavens, and how seven children are born with their fate set on playing the piano. We'll see more of this series next week. I am not looking forward to this one at all. I'm always open-minded, and you never no but it's more so leaning towards no <laughs> it's not more so leaning towards you never it's probably no this doesn't sound interesting the title doesn't interest me the art doesn't look all that great um you never know i could be in three years talking about it and it's the biggest manga in the world shit happens but i don't know uh, it doesn't sound interesting to me at the very least at this time i reserve the right to change and update my opinion after i actually read the shit but based off of the name some of this author's art and shit like that doesn't sound dope at all and ppp what is that next up a small update for ayakashi triangle it says ayakashi triangle will be revealing the results of its first character popularity poll next week in weekly shonen jump issue number 42 so if you're an ayakashi triangle fan you can look forward to that which again ayakashi triangle i want to say is from the same author as to love rue and then um regarding jump fest 2022 it says new information regarding jump fest 2022 will be revealed next week in weekly shonen jump issue number 42 i mean it's around the corner we're already what 
in September, you know, going into the second week of September at this point, September, October, November, like, you know, three months and boom, we're at Jump Festa, which that's where all the bad shit goes down. I'm imagining again by then we will have something on the upcoming Black Clover film. The festival will probably go down before Jujutsu Kaisen uh, Zero, the film. So we'll probably have that as well. Maybe a new trailer or something there. Um, more info on probably the upcoming Dragon Ball film. So there'll be a few things at Jump Festa to look forward to as, as far as films and maybe TV anime now. Oh, Chainsaw Man will probably have another trailer for the upcoming Chainsaw Man anime. So there'll be some dope stuff there. Moving forward, we got the weekly Shonen Magazine author comments. Starting off with Nakaba Suzuki, uh, the author of The Four Nights of the Apocalypse, Seven Deadly Sins. Supernatural ended. I was wondering to myself, will it continue while watching? I'm kind of sad it's over. Supernatural. Wow. <laughs> you don't expect some of these authors to be doing some shit. Uh, then author of Tokyo Avengers, Ken Wakui said, Volume 24 hit stores this month on the 17th. Please give it a read, fam. You don't need to say that. Like you're in a position, a, a very blessed position that all just put it out in stores and it'll come but shout outs to him hustling and promoting his shit dope stuff there Hiromashima creator of Fairytale Eden Zero I'll be doing online signings on September 11th starting at 5pm there's gonna be a surprise announcement as well so tune in Maybe some fairy tale 100 years quest stuff. I don't know. What could it be up to? Uh, George Morikawa, author of Hajime no Ippo, said, After this, I will go get the vaccination. Uh, they've been having a lot of manga talking about the vaccine lately. Interesting. Uh, Atsushi Okubo, author of Fire Force, said, I got the first vaccination. Hope that I don't feel too badly afterward. They're probably forcing the authors, Oh, if you want to work in the magazine, you got to go get the vaccination. That's probably what it is. And I, I say that only because why are they all getting it at the exact same time when the vaccine been out for a while so yeah don't i'm not getting political here i'm not getting anything into that realm of <laughs> yeah we'll leave that there but shout outs to those authors and i believe that's for the most part all of the authors that we cover uh we already ran through them so yeah that was probably like the shortest coverage i've ever done of the weekly shonen magazine author comments i feel like somebody's missing like who's missing or did i just read those really quick i don't know but yeah shout out to all those authors weekly shonen magazine then i just wanted to give a small nod to this cover it says shonen magazine issue 41 digital covered featured by four nights of the apocalypse looks really dope that kid looks like is it Helbrum? He really looks like Helbrum from the Seven Deadly Sins because Four Nights of the Apocalypse is a Seven Deadly Sins uh, spinoff sequel. I don't know if that like is a Helbrum relative. Is that King's kid? I don't know. I never finished Seven Deadly Sins, so I really don't know. But yeah, I like the design though. Looks cool. Next up, we just got a small update on Soul Eater by Atsushi Okubo, creator of Fire Force. It says Soul Eater by Atsushi Okubo has 20 million copies in circulation worldwide. Shout out to Soul Eater. That shit was huge back in its day when it had its it's anime and 20 million copies is nothing to sneeze at which i want to say fire force is approaching that it's getting close to surpassing soul leader which that's probably atsushi okubo's goal i'm imagining like let's pass soul leader and then we can end it because they've been talking about ending it for a little bit now so i'm imagining that's where they're going with it i don't know either way shout out to soul leader that shit was awesome especially the anime okay people and lastly a very interesting story or i don't even know if you'd call it interesting it's just wild uh regarding demon slayer counterfeits and people getting arrested over it counterfeit merch it says here company charged for selling demon slayer kimetsu no yaiba look-alike products the nagoya 
District Public Prosecutor's Office issued a charge on Monday against Red Spice, a wholesale vendor based in Yokohama, on suspicion of violating Japan's Unfair Competition Prevention Act for selling Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba lookalike goods. The 56-year-old representative director, Wu Xiaobin, is included in the charge. The charge was for creating confusion under the Unfair Competition Prevention Act. It is forbidden to use a false or misleading designation of origin that will create confusion with another person's goods or business. Three other people, including the former president of the company, were also arrested, but the charges against them were dropped due to insufficient evidence, which that's a real rarity. According to the indictment, the suspect Wu, who was in charge of stocking the goods and sales, allegedly sold 244 bath towels with patterns strongly resembling the clothing worn by four Demon Slayer characters for a total of $1,120 as a wholesale vendor from April to August last year. The goods were delivered to a game arcade in Connie Town, Aichi Prefecture. In January this year, the company imported 556 hoodies with the same patterns from China. The four people were also charged under suspicion of violating Japanese trademark law, but those charges were dropped. It's kind of crazy because online, you see all the time people selling like stuff with, you know, anime related um, designs and characters and all sorts of stuff. And at most most online in other countries, I guess, especially, they usually just send them like takedown notices, like like a DMCA, I believe, or, you know, just in general, like, hey, you and friends, uh, here's a takedown notice. We want you to stop and cease everything. There's a rarity where they'll come after somebody for a lawsuit, but to jail people, that's mainly done over there in Japan because, hey, we got our hands on you right here, motherfucker. You did this, you're goodbye. And these people got balls. I ain't gonna lie. If I was in Japan, I wouldn't even think, I wouldn't even think of pulling some shit like that because they don't play at all like online you're in another country you get away with it they just say hey fuck you your business you know we're gonna send you a letter you better shut it down or we're gonna sue over there they put in the cuffs you're gonna get in big trouble yeah if you're in japan don't sell some shit that is you know copyright infringement trademark i mean in general just don't do it but especially in japan they gonna get your ass and yeah people those are all the stories we have for today's episode i am very curious what you guys think seven deadly sins final episodes coming in september mappa's new dance anime that I probably won't be watching uh, Hunter's Guild Red Hood ranking last in Shonen Jump's rank system the Attack on Titan character popularity poll you agree disagree uh, My Hero Academia sudden break best wishes and prayers out to Horikoshi One Piece going on break next week at least it's scheduled so it's probably just a part of you know One Piece's whole manga release schedule and whatnot uh one piece volume 100 sales big congrats to one piece all the berserk very very emotional and sad updates uh jojo's bizarre adventure stone ocean changing the game for netflix with its monthly release schedule netflix blue period coming out weekly crazy a uh, way of house husband 2 um candy flurry confirmed ending the top 10 selling series of the week jump manga first week sales the new musical manga coming to shonen jump ayakashi triangles popularity poll results jump festa 2022 uh the weekly shonen magazine author comments four nights of the apocalypse cover soul leader manga sales the demon slayer counterfeit arrests and your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode but that's all i have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything i had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like I'd greatly appreciate it. And if you want more from me, make sure to subscribe. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Hit that bell to get all notifications. And if you want to follow any of my other social media, links are in the description below. I'm from World, And as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule. Anime and manga. For life, boy. Have an awesome day.
Peace in, and you guys just watched another episode of Whatever Have an awesome day.